Hey everyone, Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. I just took a pause there because I forgot I was not recording the freaking audio again. We're good, though. I'm just plugging the show right now to you audio people. I'll put the uh, intro in for you guys, like always. I think only like two weeks I've remembered to uh, press my record button. My bad. I'm sorry, people. So anyway, uh, YouTube, subscribe to the channel, The Frankie D Show. Smash that subscribe button. Give me the thumbs up. Ding the bell. Do whatever you got to do on there. That's what they all say, right? Ding the bell, smash the subscribe button. Anyway, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean. There's some apps I don't even know I'm on now. So, The Frankie D Show, subscribe to it on there. If you're subscribing on Apple Podcasts, leave me that five-star review and uh, a five-star rating and give me a review. I want to see some of those reviews come in. Come on, people. I see my view count going up. I feel some of them have to be... I know some of them are coming from Apple. Um, and Instagram and Twitter is at the Frankie D Show. So you just have to remember the Frankie D Show. And the number, if you would like to call in, is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. 0059 and that number is in the YouTube description. Uh, it should be in the YouTube description at least. I see we already got some listeners. Eric Kirk I see is here. Uh, he said Ro- Rock and Al later. Me, me and Rock and Al cannot do the show today. We will reschedule for another time. So until then we'll get into the show. I mean, definitely we'll get into the show until then. I, you know, who knows when that interview will be now. I always have to get a, a guest on here. I've been doing these solo shows. You know, they've been fun and stuff. But I like interviewing people, so we'll get a guest on soon. All right, so uh, the first thing I got to talk about. I Hopefully this is like the last week I got to bring this dude up because I've been talking about him the past so many weeks because he was like part of my childhood and I keep seeing him make headlines. So I'm like, oh, I got to talk about this schmuck. Uh, Drake Bell, once again, this is like, what, the third or fourth week in a row I'm talking about him? I mean, one week it was kind of a break. I was talking about uh, Kyle Massey, a Disney star, because a similar situation was happening to him with the child endangerment stuff. Um, But I still had to mention Drake Bell because I was like, oh, geez, last week it was a Nickelodeon star. This week it's a Disney star. Uh." Um, So Drake Bell is... Now, this, the reason why I say this should be the last week is because they gave him a sentence. So, I don't think we should be hearing about him too much anymore. So, uh, Drake Bell got sentenced to two years of probation and 200 hours of community service. And that happened on July 12, 2021. And the community service can be completed in California. That's good. That's where he lives, right? So... That's you does is that like a popular thing where if you get community service they make you go to a different state to do that like when I saw that they were like he could complete the community service in California I was like well why wouldn't he complete it in California that's where he lives right like unless I'm just very ignorant of it like do they make you go to other states 
to do that? To, you know, do they make you go to other states to complete your community service? I wouldn't know. I just figured that you'd always be in your state. So uh, another thing, uh, part of that whole deal is that he cannot be in contact with with his victim, which I think is pretty obvious, right? Why, like, why would they let him be in contact with his victim? Like, what, it, what, what, what would he do? Would he go to her house after and like knock on the door and be like, "Hey, now that like this whole thing is over, you know, I got my probation. Can I like take you out to dinner or something?" Like, no, of course. Like, you know, I mean, of course, like this, that's just gonna be in there. It's just funny that the story, you know, some of the stories that I'm reading, like that's something that they make sure they put out there. He cannot be in contact with his victim. I'm like, well, isn't that kind of common sense? Of course, he can't be in contact with his victim. He was just sentenced to two years of uh, probation and 200 hours of community service. There is no way they would let him in contact with his victim. I'm still like, I don't know. I guess shocked about this. I, I don't know. It's like you never want to see. You know, I, I was I was a big Drake and Josh fan when I was young. I don't want to see Drake Bell, uh, be, you know, be in trouble for something like this. I, you know, I hope hope he didn't do it. But then again, he pleaded guilty to it, so I guess he I guess he did it. However, I will say, I'm going to play some of the, vi- uh, I'm going to play the video of uh, the girl speaking about him, the victim speaking about him, because he's making faces all throughout this video, and I'll, t- uh, you know, since this is audio, I'll tell you when he's making faces and stuff, you guys could check it out, it, you know, it's it's all over online, uh, he's making faces like he's not guilty, but then he says, you know, he's sorry and he's guilty and stuff, I I have some thoughts about that. I see, uh, they also, I guess some, J- Josh Peck, not that he got involved in this, but, uh, someone reached out to Josh Peck and he said, you know, this news is very upsetting. Well, no shit, it's upsetting. You know, I, I, I really don't know how much Josh Peck really likes Drake Bell. I mean, clearly they've made a lot of money together, so I'm sure he will always have, you know, they'll always have gratitude towards each other for that. But it just seems like, Josh Peck wants to be distanced. He's always wanted to be distanced from Drake Bell. And maybe this is part of it. Maybe he's like, oh, yeah, he's been a sketchy dude that's always talked to younger chicks, and I don't want to be by someone like that. That could be it. That could be because he doesn't want to be typecasted. You know, know, he's already typecasted. I've said that before. Um, But I guess he figures the more he's with Drake Bell, the more typecasted he is. The thing is, he's very stupid with that, too, because, one, like I said, he's already typecasted. There is no going back. He will always be, you know, Josh from Drake and Josh. However, you know, he's a big YouTuber now. Or he thinks he's a big YouTuber. I don't think he's as big as he thinks he is. Let's see, actually. I wonder how many uh, subscribers he has. I don't, I don't watch his videos. I know he's very into YouTube. And he's friends with, like, David Dobrik and all those guys. But, uh, I, you know, I don't think he's, like... Huge. All right, so he's got 3.71 million subscribers, which is a lot. Like, you know, that's a lot of subscribers. But I feel like there's there's YouTubers that came from, you know, nowhere that have way more subscribers than that. I mean, like Logan Paul, you know, and we'll have to get into the Paul brothers later, at least Jake Paul. But, you know, the, the, the Paul brothers, they have more than that. Let's see how much Logan has. Uh, all right, so... He's got 23.2 million subscribers, Logan. And Jake has 20.5 million. So Josh Peck already came from, you know, he already had an audience. So you think he would have more than what he has? I mean, for someone like me, yeah, three over 3 million would be 
huge if I had that many subscribers on YouTube. But I feel like for a celebrity already, I mean, that's not that much. I mean, I feel like he thinks he's a way bigger YouTuber than he is because he's friends with David Dobrik. And honestly, that whole vlog squad thing pisses me off. I, I, don't, I don't find any of them entertaining. The only one that I kind of like out of them is that Corinna chick because she's really freaking hot. Besides that, I don't like any of them. I don't even know if she makes good content or not. She's just really hot. And she, uh, she's like a, a gamer, right? She makes a bunch of money just from playing video games. Guys just think she's hot, and they're like, hey, we will give you money because you're hot, and we just want to watch you play video games. Now I think she's making a bunch of money for showing her boobs all over uh, OnlyFans. Might have to subscribe to her OnlyFans, however. I don't know, I'm kind of too cheap. I feel like, you know, and I'm sure those... Uh, in fact, no, I know those photos are already leaked on Google. So what, what is the point of already paying for... What is the point of uh, paying for OnlyFans when you can already see her boobs for free? So anyway, <laughs> back uh, to the topic. Uh... I don't know if uh, Josh Peck wants to be distanced because uh, he thinks Drake is a creep or if he doesn't want to be typecasted, which he already is. But again, back to, uh, to the YouTube thing, actually. Dr- Drake and uh, Miranda Cosgrove, or anyone from Drake and Josh, they will bring views. That's what people want to see. People are want to see them act uh, together. You know, They want to see them communicate. They want to see them talk. You know, yeah, people always want to see that. I'm a fan of... Uh, you know, of uh, radio. Like, I like the Howard Stern show. I like the Opie and Anthony show. People would go wild to see Opie and Anthony talk to each other again. You know? People want to see the groups talk to each other. So, Josh is being very stupid with that. He could get easy views from that, and he clearly doesn't want to. He did have Miranda Cosgrove on one day, and I'm, I think he has had Drake on it. I'm sure those uh, videos did very well in numbers, since if they came across my recommendations, I don't subscribe to Josh. On YouTube. So if they came across my recommendations, they had to do pretty well. Alrighty, I'm going to play uh, this video of uh, Drake Bell's victim talking so you can uh, see what she said. And I will uh, tell you when she when he is making some faces when it looks like... You know, like I said, he already pleaded guilty, but it, it looks like by the faces he's making that he doesn't really believe he's guilty. But who knows what's going through his head? I have no clue. All right, let's see what uh, we got here. Here and play. Oh, no, boo. Okay, now it should work. When I was 11, I learned that my aunt had a mutual friend who knew the defendant. That led to my aunt taking me to meet him for the first time in 2014 when I was 12. When I was 13, I went to him for boy advice. He told me that I was beautiful and that boys were stupid. He then sent me a photo of myself that he had screen cap from my Instagram, telling me that I was, quote, such a cutie. Another instance of creepy behavior happened when I was spending time with him at the age of 14. He told me that he couldn't believe how much I'd grown since he last saw me. He- All right, so he's making a face here. He's already, like, squinting. Like, I don't think I said that. That's the, that's the kind of look he's making right now. He's like, what the hell is she talking about? said that I wasn't little anymore and I was quote a woman now all right so now he raised an eyebrow his eyes are open like where the hell is she getting this from again that's the kind of faces he's making so I is, are you guilty dude I don't know there's more to this video a lot more when I was 15 I noticed a huge shift regarding his treatment and attitude towards me when I was younger he was sweet and actually wanted to talk to me about my life 
He's got his mouth open now. Like, he almost wants to say something or laugh or something and be like, what is going on here? At 15, he started sending me messages about how, quote, hot I was. In the summer of 2017, I messaged him, telling him that I was going to see him in concert in the following months. So it sounds like she had some interest in him. He replied by telling me that he couldn't wait to see me. He also asked me, quote, I mean, what are you going to say to a fan that messages you saying, I'm going to see you in concert? You either ignore or you say, nice, looking forward to see you. See, I feel like, and I'm not saying he he very well could be guilty, but I'm saying using that as evidence is kind of like, eh. I don't know, like, what, what else would he say? Of course he would say, yeah, looking forward to seeing you. But then again, he just shouldn't have been talking to how... You know, she's underage. He just shouldn't have been talking to her anyway. So I guess he just should have ignored her. Let's see what else this video has to say. How old are you now? I told him 15. He then told me to, quote, hurry up. Don't smile at me. Not too long after that, his messages to me became blatantly sexual. This eventually led to many months of inappropriate messages and photos being exchanged I, I know I, I keep stopping this, but he keeps making these faces like this isn't true. I have to believe it is true because he pleaded guilty, but I don't know why he keeps making these faces like he literally he crossed his arms now. Not only is he making a face, he is crossing his arms. For Instagram and Snapchat. The photos exchanged included photos of my body and photos of his body and his genitals. On December 1st, 2017. He, he keeps shaking his head with his arms crossed, like saying no. But I'm like, why did you plead guilty if you're saying no right now? My aunt took me to the Odeon Concert Club to watch him perform. That night, the defendant took me backstage to be alone with him. Shaking his head again. He started kissing me and the night ended and Ew. him having me perform oral sex on him twice. So there he was shaking his head and, like, rolled his eyes or closed his eyes. Uh, You'd have to see the video. So he's giving these, you know, looks like she's lying. I idolized and looked up to him, and he took that and broke it in the most sickening way possible. He is the epitome of evil. I deserved better than to be used for his sick desires and for my suffering to be used for his amusement. Jared Drake Bell is a pedophile, and that is his legacy. Um. I still think in the future his legacy will probably be Drake and Josh. I feel like in, like, I don't know, when this cools down, well, it was, you know, let's just say in, like, 20, 25 years, when some, if someone mentioned the name Drake Bell to me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, the dude from Drake and Josh. But who knows? Maybe this will be his legacy. Uh, let's see what uh, Drake has to say here. Jared Drake Bell is a pedophile, and that is his legacy. Um, Your Honor, I, I just want to say today that I accept this plea because my conduct was wrong. Um, I'm sorry that the victim was harmed in any way, but that was obviously not my intention. Um, I have taken this matter very, very seriously. Um, and again, I just want to apologize to her and... and uh, anyone else who may have been affected by my actions. All right. So that's uh, the end of that. So if anyone wants to call in about the topic, uh, 
the numbers in the YouTube description. I see we um, got some comments here. Mr. A said the justice system is messed up. You never know. Sounds kind of like a setup. He said, and what was the charge? Uh, underage endangerment, something like that. I guess I should have that <laughs> that with me right now. But yeah, I think it was underage uh, endangerment. So, <clears throat> I don't know. He he clearly pleaded guilty, so there's definitely truth to this. I don't understand why he kept making those faces, though. It's like, if you believe you're not guilty, plead not guilty. If you're guilty, just be guilty. You know, and he, he said at the end of the video, he's like, you know... Uh, I didn't mean to, uh, what did he say? Like danger her, but her, you know, stuff like that. He said that wasn't his intention. So what were your intentions? I feel like we need more of this story. See, this is why I hate when people get involved in like celebrities lives. We really don't know any sides of this story. Maybe he, I, I really wanted to hear more from him, but I know we'll never hear more from him. This is it. He's taking the probation. He's taking the 200 hours of community service. And that will be the end of this probably. I don't know. I, there definitely has to be some sort of truth. Right? He pleaded guilty. Did they have something else on him? And he just thought this was easier to plead guilty? I really don't know anyway hopefully this is the last week i'm talking about drake bell because i'm kind of tired of talking about him for now i've talked about him for like three weeks or four or something now um so conclusion drake bell has gotten uh two years of probation and uh 200 hours of community service that is it with him all right let's go on to uh another topic now Sound good? I want to talk about the Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley uh, boxing match. I'll probably be talking about that till it, every so many weeks till it happens because I kind of love these boxing matches at this point. I, I keep going back and forth. I'm, I kind of agree with the people that are like, this is like ruining boxing. But then also they are very entertaining and I love watching these people get worked up and watching them, uh, and watching them be like... Please, someone knock Jake Paul out. And it's really funny how much people hate Jake Paul. I want Jake Paul to knock the shit out of Tyron Woodley. I gotta be honest with you. I love how he keeps uh, pissing people off. So I really want him to keep winning. I thought it was hilarious. I feel like when I first started hearing about Ben Askren versus Jake Paul, a lot of people were saying that they thought, uh, they were like, all right, finally, he's fighting a fighter. And then as like time went on, people were like, He's fighting, like, a wrestler, really. He's not fighting a fight. Which, you know, showed the doubt. And then, clearly, when Jake Paul beat Ben Askren, um, everyone, you know, they were like, it was a setup, or it was this, or it was that, you know. It was, you know, uh, uh, Ben Askren has no hands. He's a wrestler. So, right now, I feel like, I've kind of seen both. I've seen people saying, Jake Paul's going to win. And then I've seen people saying... Nah, Tyron Woodley's gonna beat his ass. I don't. I don't have a clue. I mean, I see. You know, Jake Paul. He's obviously won his last three fights. He won the one against it was a YouTuber. He, he had some weird name. It was um. 
like, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Uh, and he's on Gib. We'll just say Gib. I think that might be his nickname or something. So he, he was against a YouTuber, Gib. He, he won that one. I think it was by TKO. Then Nate Robinson, the basketball player, he knocked out. Then Ben Askren, the UFC fighter, he knocked out very fast. But then again, you know, people are saying, well, he hasn't fought a real boxer. However, Tyron Woodley isn't a real boxer. He's still another UFC fighter. So you can't just be saying, you know, even if he's a better striker than uh, Ben Askren, you can't just say that, uh, you know, he's like a real boxer because he's a UFC fighter. Now, Tyron Woodley, he, like I said, he might be a better striker. I don't know. That's what some people are saying. But some people are saying that he's actually not that great of a striker and he's more of a wrestler himself. I know who Tyron Woodley uh, is and stuff, but I've never really watched, uh, you know, I haven't watched all his fights. That's for damn sure. I know his record, he's got 19 wins, uh, and this is for MMA. 19 wins, 7 losses, one draw. Now, I heard, apparently, he's lost his last four fights. So that's not a good luck. Especially, I know, again, Jake Paul's uh, last three fights weren't against boxers. However, the last one was against a UFC fighter. You've got to put some... you got to put some, that into consideration, considering Tyron Woodley's last four fights were against UFC fighters, right? So you do got to put that into some sort of consideration. I don't know how hard Ben Askren really trained for that fight. He says he trained a lot, but man, he did go down fast. Um, so yeah, he, Tyron Woodley apparently lost his last four fights. That's what I heard. Someone could uh, fact check me about that, but I heard he lost his last four fights, so that can't be a good luck. So in my head, I'm thinking he all right. He loses his last four fights, and he wants to go to professional boxing. Why is that? You couldn't make it in UFC? You did, you did enough UFC fights and you're like, crap, I'm not good at this shit anymore. We'll take the feet and the grappling out and we'll just make this punching. I could be good at this. So we go to professional boxing, which is a different sport. So then he starts off very smart. He goes, Jake Paul, he's like, well, you know what? He's not a real boxer, so I have a chance of beating him. And he's going to bring a bunch of money. So it doesn't really matter. If I win or lose, uh, there's a, you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I say this with every one of these fights, it's a money thing. And smart on them, I'd take the however many millions they're getting to get knocked out by one of these guys. I'd make it real quick, too. I'd be like Ben Askren. First hit, boom, I'd be down. Thank you for the money, and I will be leaving. Their press conference was hilarious. I got to play some of the press conference. It was hilarious. Jake Paul literally came out in a freaking fishing vest. He said he was going fishing after. You think maybe he'd leave the fish invest in the car or something? He did have a t-shirt. I didn't have to wear the fish. He, he looked like me when I went as Mike Iaconelli on the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show on Sirius XM. Wearing a freaking fish. I thought that was hilarious that he wore a fishing vest to a, uh, his boxing press conference. And then Tyron Woodley caught him out. I couldn't... We'll, we'll see uh, what he said. I couldn't really understand what he was saying he looked like. I was like, did you say he looked like a rat or a rapper? I didn't even know what he was uh same, but he called him out for wearing the fishing vest, and, and then Jake calls him out for buying a freaking used Bentley. Like, that's such a, an insult. I, I'm, I'm on a place on this press conference because it was pretty freaking funny. We will start it from right 
What's going on? So you can say, I'm out to say anything. I'm from the show me state. You got to show me. I've been in there. This ain't my first big stage. I was at the sold out Madison Square Garden with the fight of the night. The biggest gate they've ever had in history. The best card in UFC history. I was a fighter tonight. That's not true. The biggest gate was last weekend in Vegas. but The biggest um, gate of Madison Square Garden. Listen to what I say, young man. Yeah, stupid. So how is Floyd Mayweather going to teach you to beat me when he couldn't even finish my brother? You Just are talk about Floyd money Mayweather. and just talk about clout. Sounds like Tyron Woodley didn't have an answer for that. Also, this is pretty funny how Jake Paul has a, uh, a giant like robot behind him. I know he had that in the last press conference with uh, Ben Askren, too, but it is pretty freaking funny. He does bring a show element to this, which has to make people get into this somewhat. Because when we talk about fighting, you shouldn't even be talking in the same sentences with me. I mean, we could talk. I'm a Hall of Fame already. And I'm a- is that true, people? Is Tyron Woodley a Hall of Famer? I make history bouncing your head off the mat. Now what? Well, we, we can talk about fighting. I mean, if you want, if you want to dive into it, I mean, what, what can, look, look, look at your coaches. Who? I got to be honest. I really don't want to hear them talk about fighting. I want them to just bicker at each other. Who's your coach? Is what it Pedro Diaz? Is it Eric Brown? Is it Floyd Mayweather? You're bouncing around coaches like you do baby mamas. How many kids you got now? You're a thirty-nine. Whoa. Your old man who's pulling hey, up week. You know Get what's your funny? shit together, bro. You know what's funny? You got on Get all your this shit together, you, you bro. You look like a rap video. Uh, all Ten- of Get your shit together, bro. Wait, well, you look like a rap video? How does he look like a rap video right now? He looks like, literally looks like he's about to go fishing. Tell me somebody all in your this, neighborhood that dressed like that. I'm going fishing Tell me somebody in your neighborhood that dressed like that. I'm going fishing Tyron, after Tyron, I am. He's going fishing after. Leave him alone, bro. It's just a fishing vest. Come on. Coach, you, how you, about this? You want to be People a rapper. rap about what I you, live. You want to you, you be a rapper. You have multiple songs on Spotify. Now, now, apparently Tyron Woodley wants to be a rapper. I got to hear some of these songs. I did not know he was in the music game, too. Man, this guy's go all over the place, trying UFC out, trying boxing out. He's a rapper. He's just a jack of all trades, this guy. That fucking suck with two streams, brother. brother. You're 39 are you years old trying to become a rapper. Are you serious? You're trying to become a rapper. Have you saw Here's yourself? How about this? Pull your hair all back. Of the Let's money see all of the Oh, and now we're going after Jake Paul's hairline. See, this is what I like. I don't care about the fight. I just like the attacks on each other. All of the money, the front of all of the money that you're eating movie. from this fight is going to your baby pull, mamas. Pull your you hair bought, back. You bought a used Bentley. You, you know I what's seen funny? It on your Insta- oh, he's going after the Bentley now. You couldn't just buy a new one, Tyron Woodley, just for the press conference so he couldn't attack you. Not the Bentley. Graham, you, you bought a used funny? Bentley my with your money. Flex is my you bought I a know. used Bentley That's with his money. That's my biggest flex. I think the, but these guys want to so hear about the fight. So you actually, thank you guys. They want to hear about the fight. <laughs> and the host is trying to like calm this down. They want to hear about the fight. I don't give a crap about the fight. I don't watch the fight on fight night. I want to hear them bicker at each other like this. This is hilarious. You bought a used Bentley. Like that has anything to do with boxing. And that is funny that that is actually like, like you could tell that Tyron Woodley is actually kind of offended by that. Like he's like, crap, I, I couldn't afford that new Bentley. And this asshole, this YouTuber, can afford a new one, and I can't. And then he tries saying, you know, his big prize is his kids to try to, like, change the subject. He's like, no, it's, it's just a car. Kids. I'm covering up the steering wheel so you can't see how many miles is on it. He's like, <laughs> bro, just got this Ocean Auto Club what, what, what used, we talk, used luxury we car dealership. We're talking about fighting. Yeah, let's talk about fighting. All right, and now, now Tyron Woodley is saying we're talking about fighting. Didn't you just say you, you shouldn't be talking about fighting with him? Didn't you say, like, 
fighting shouldn't be coming out of Jake's mouth. I, I'm pretty sure you just said that like a, a minute or two ago. Man, these press conferences are hilarious. I'm talking well, about how what? you're a Let's talk about use Bentley, a used, used bitch, bitch, and guess what? You're going to pay for those words, brother. So let me ask you this. Ty- I, Tyron, I, by let the me, way, let, I'm not going to pay. I'm paying plugs, you. Hey, plugs, paying plugs you. Plugs get pulled for that word. You're going to find out. So let, Okay, right. All right, so that is true. Like, I mean, he is paying him. I mean, if it wasn't for uh, Jake Paul signing this deal with Tyron Woodley, Tyron Woodley would not be making this much money in any boxing match he'd be going into. So anyway, you guys got a little uh, a little uh, taste of what their press conference was like. It was pretty hilarious. I watched it. There's two chicks. I don't even remember their names. They were part of the press conference, too. They're going to be uh, boxing. But yeah, it's on uh, videos all over online. So you should watch it, the Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley uh, press conference. You know, I find it funny, too, how when you watch any of the videos talking about these two, Jake Paul's name is always first. Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. Kind of like, I feel even with the, uh, with the um, not UFC, with the Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather fight, Floyd Mayweather is the top boxer. Yet I feel a lot of people are saying Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Do they do that on purpose? I feel like it's kind of like the big name draw they put first. So they truly, you know, do believe Jake Paul is the bigger name draw. And I believe that. I mean, I think most people with half a brain would know that he's the reason why this fight's big. It's funny, Tyron Woodley, though, like, he, maybe he's pissed about that, too. He's like, well, I'm the better fighter. My name should be first. It's like, dude, you don't bring any money in. If it wasn't for Jake Paul, this match wouldn't be worth anything. It was just against another boxer. This You would not be making this kind of money. So anyway, again, if uh, any of you want to call in and talk about uh, the Jake Paul thing, I'm about to uh, take a quick trivia break, but that number is in the YouTube description. I'll plug it real quick. 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. Hopefully the phone works. Sometimes the reception sucks. Um, so, Mr. A said, put Jake Paul in the ring with a real boxer in the same weight class. He's whack. I don't want to see him in in, the, in uh, the boxing ring with a real boxer in the same weight class. Like, I know he would get beat by that. That's no fun. This one, These are funny because you're taking a UFC fighter who I truly believe, especially Tyron Woodley, I don't know about Ben Askren, uh, but Tyron Woodley, I truly do believe he really thinks he could beat the crap out of Jake Paul. Like, it'll just be a breeze for him. I honestly believe that about Tyron Woodley. I could be wrong, but I do believe that. So it's funny when, and I think a lot of people believe that too. You know, they want to see Jake Paul get his ass beat by a fighter. So I think it's funny when you do take someone that's not a fighter, and he's honestly not a real boxer. Obviously, because like you just said, you put him in the same weight class as uh, a real boxer. And, you know, he'd get his butt beat. But it's funny, when you do take a person like Tyron Woodley, who is a real fighter, uh, who thinks he can really beat Jake, and if Jake does win this, it's going to be hilarious to see his face, hilarious to see that he's embarrassed, and it's going to be hilarious to see... All the pissed people all throughout the country and the world be like, "What the hell? This dude keeps winning." I mean, clearly after that, they're just they'll just, they'll just make excuses, saying, "Well, he still didn't fight a real boxer." So, who knows? 
I will probably not buy the fight, but I will watch it the day after when I could get it for free or if I can find it online that night. Alrighty, I'm going to take that tri- quick uh, trivia break. So everyone, enjoy. Alright everyone, I got some trivia here for you. The way I'm going to do it this week is I'm going to read the categories twice. Then after I read the categories twice, I'm going to read the questions twice. After I read the questions twice, I'm going to give you a few of these. Big tits. I don't know how many. I'll give you so many. After you hear so many of these. Big tits. I will then read the answer. Then I will go on to the next category in question. And so on. All right, everyone ready? Let's do this. All right, so the first category is airports. Again, that is airports. The question is, in what U.S. state is the Dulles International Airport located? I hope I said that right. Dulles? It looks like Dulles. Might be Dulles. Again, in what U.S. state is the Dulles International Airport located? All right, let's give you some of these. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. All right. So the answer to that question is Virginia. Dulles International Airport is located in Virginia. All right. Next category is sports. In soccer, how many yellow cards result in the ejection of a player from the game? Again, the category is sports. In soccer, how many yellow cards result in the ejection of a player from the game? All right, we'll give you some of these. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. You guys want one more? All right, here we go. Big tits. All right, that answer is two. It is two yellow cards. That's what results in the ejection of a player from a soccer game. All right, moving on to the next category. That is Zodiac. Question is, the Zodiac sign cancer refers to what animal? Again, the category is Zodiac. The Zodiac sign cancer refers to what animal? All right, enjoy Mike Montone's voice here. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. All right, so the answer to the zodiac sign cancer refers to what animal? Is crab. All right, moving on to the next question. The category is history. What did the Manhattan Project set out to develop? Again, the category is history. What did the Manhattan Project set out to develop? Now, if this is the first time you're hearing about this, that'd be kind of sad. Here, enjoy Mike Montone's voice again. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. All right, the answer to that is the atomic bomb or nuclear weapons. I would hope a lot of you knew that. All right, next question, the last question. The category is movies. 
What film had Jack Nicholson's character in the Overlook Hotel for the winter? Again, the category is movies. What film had Jack Nicholson's character in the Overlook Hotel for the winter? All right, here's some big tits for everyone. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. All right. And that answer is The Shining. All right, that's all the trivia for this week. I should be done taking a pee by now or whatever I was doing during that trivia break. All right, back to the show. All right, people, I'm back. And this is going to be dangerous because I decided not to take the pee during that break. And now I feel like in like five minutes, I'm really going to have to take a pee. But we'll we'll just have to see what happens. Hopefully it doesn't happen. It probably will, though. All right, let's get on to uh, the next subject I would like to talk about, which is one I feel like I don't think it's been getting too much. Uh, it's been getting talked about too much, but I saw it. And it interested me a lot. And I'm like, crap, I feel like I got to try this now. And it's angering a lot of people. Kraft Macaroni apparently made a, uh, made a mac and cheese flavored ice cream. So it's pissing a lot of people off. So I see the article title uh, that I'm about to read says, This needs to melt in hell. Kraft leaves uh, social media <clears throat> up in arms after debuting new macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. This needs to melt in hell. That's funny. Like, does it really bother you that much? Did, or did they try and it just tastes so bad? Because if it does taste that freaking bad, it's like, yeah, okay, this does need to melt in hell. I can't see me possibly liking it if I actually were to try it. But we will see. <clears throat> also, little disappointed, Mr. A. You've been very active in uh, my trivia these past few weeks. No answers today. Maybe next week. All right. Let's read a little bit about this um, Kraft Macaroni uh, ice cream. Kraft has left the internet in uproar after announcing the launch of its newest cheesy dish, a sweet macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Who did they think this was going to draw, honestly? I mean, I feel like they had to know people weren't going to like it. People were just going to go, ew. That'd be like making a Big Mac flavored ice cream if they haven't made that yet. I'm surprised McDonald's actually hasn't made that part of their menu. Or a Big Mac McFlurry. Uh, the food brand teamed up with Brooklyn-based ice creamery Van Leeuwen on the creation of the Funky Frozen flavor, which it describes as the ultimate summer treat. How could that possibly be the ultimate summer treat? What scream summer treat like freaking mac and cheese? To create the creamy treat, Van Leeuwen churned the familiar cheesiness of Kraft macaroni and cheese into their cream made with only a few ingredients, a Kraft uh, spokesperson explained. Man, this is some yellow ice cream. Uh, The result, a cool creamy scoop of ice cream that brings that comforting nostalgic feeling from a warm bowl of Craft macaroni and cheese. See, when I'm eating ice cream, I don't want to be thinking about warm stuff, like a warm bowl. That, like, what are they going to come out with next? A freaking soup-flavored ice cream? Like, I don't want to be thinking of anything warm when I'm eating ice cream, right? That's why I'm eating ice cream. It's summer, you cool down. Unsurprisingly, social media reaction 
uh, to the launch was swift and less than impressed, with many users voicing their horror and disgust at the unlikely collaboration. Well, no shit. No one's going to like mac and cheese flavored ice cream. I do want to try now that it's pissed everyone off. you got to form your own opinions. Uh, this food chimera needs to melt in how one person said of the mac and cheese ice cream, while another simply responded, how to ruin ice cream. I mean, if you're letting one flavor ruin ice cream from you, you're an idiot. Um, a third chimed in, um, what? No. Others were even more blunt in their dismissal of the collaboration, labeling it disgusting, gross, and horrifying. Man, people really take their ice cream serious. I just, like, wouldn't try it or wouldn't really even acknowledge it. However, there were a few who voiced slightly more sympathetic opinions about... Alright, so nice. We got some uh, We got some nice people. With uh, some even confessing that they would like to taste the test. Uh, wait, they would like to taste test... Okay, taste test the ice cream before expressing their final opinion about it. Delicious or disgusting? Only way to find out. Well, yeah, that is the only way to find out. This could be the best freaking ice cream we n- we've ever had, and we won't even know unless we try it. I mean, I don't think I'd like it whatsoever at all, but I at least got to try it. If you're complaining about this and you don't plan on trying it, then you just shouldn't be complaining. Because there's nothing to complain about. At least if you try and you're like, this is gross. It's like, all right, you tried it. There's something to complain about. I, I'm going to skip some of this because I don't really care about a lot of this. Um... This person said, it was a case of matter over mine. He said, while my brain screamed, don't be so disgusting, as I contemplated the mac and cheese ice cream, I decided to let my mouth make the final call. And I am very glad I did. Oh, so this person liked it. Creamy, delicious, and no doubt artery clogging. The essence of good ice cream. Just disengage your brain before trying. Well, I don't know if I could really trust this person's opinion. We got a lot of stupid people saying a lot of stupid things, but that's why I can't trust him or the other stupid people complaining about it that don't even plan on trying it. Um, according to Kraft, the inspiration behind the sweet yet salty ice cream and concoction was putting a, a summary spin on wintry comfort food with the company's senior associate brand manager, Emily Violet, saying... We know that there is nothing more refreshing on a hot summer day than ice cream. Well, that's true, but mac and cheese is not hot and refreshing. Also, for people that are finding this kind of, uh, I don't know, entertaining, like they want to, like they'd want to read this article. It's one of those stupid articles from Daily Mail again. Um, <clears throat> that is why we wanted to combine two of the most iconic comfort foods to create an ice cream with the unforgettable flavor of Kraft macaroni and cheese we all grew up with. Do all disgusting ice cream flavors make this much headlines? I mean, like I said, I haven't seen like too too much about it, but clearly there were there were some interviews about this. It made enough attention where they're asking questions. Uh, as big fans of Van Leeuwen, we knew they'd be the perfect partner to create this ice cream with us. Not only does it taste delicious, but it's also made with high quality ingredients and contains no artificial flavors, preservatives. Or dies just like our Kraft macaroni and cheese. For those daring enough to try the cheesy ice cream, it is available to buy online for $12 a pint 
and it will also be sold by the Scoop in Van Leeuwen stores from July 14th. That's where it ends there. All right, so if anyone wants to uh, call in, tell me if they're going to try this ice cream. That number is in the YouTube description. If I ever come across it, I'm trying it. I mean, I'm probably not going out of my way to try it, but I am curious. I can't lie. All righty. You know what? I know I said, I see, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I got to pee now. I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a little promo on really quick. Come back and finish off the show. Sound good? All right, cool. All right, you're probably listening to this right now because I, Frankie D, am taking a quick break. I don't see why else you would be listening to this. I don't think I'd be playing this if I weren't taking a break. So, in the meantime, while you're listening to this, go text a friend right now or a family member or something. Tell them to subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if you're listening on Apple, give me five stars and give me a review. All the stuff all the other podcasters tell you. And if they're one of those annoying friends or family members that don't text you back, keep texting them. Just keep badgering them till they answer you. Till you know that they subscribe to the Frankie D Show. This could actually be a good opportunity for some of you people. We all have like that estranged family member or estranged friend. You know, we're not close to them anymore. But we kind of want to be, you know, friends or with them again or close with them. So this is a perfect time for you to reach out to that estranged family member and be like, hey, I know it's been a long time, but you got to listen to the Frankie D show. Go subscribe to it right now. Go to YouTube, go to Apple Podcasts, go wherever you got to go to listen to this podcast. Then after, you could have a conversation with them about the Frankie D show and be like, wow, that was the Frankie D show. See, doesn't that sound fun? Not only do you get good entertainment, I'm bringing friends and family back together, all right? So, again, go tell your friends, your family members, whoever you gotta tell, your long-lost cousin, I don't really care. Go to the beach. Go find some random hot chicks. Tell them to listen to the show. Heck, tell them to call in the show. I love hot chicks. I would love to have some hot chicks call in the show, be guests on the show. I don't really care. All right, I think that should have been a long enough break to where I could get back to the show now. My bladder should be emptied, hopefully, if I was even taking a pee. Who knows? I might have been getting a drink of water. All right, hopefully you all weren't assholes and you told someone to listen to the show and subscribe. All right, here's uh, me doing a trumpet noise to get us back into the show. All right, people, I got to be honest with you. I didn't take a pee. I was I was too scared I wouldn't make it back in time. I picked like the shortest promo because I just wanted to uh, get back to the show and then I was like, uh, will I be able to make it upstairs in time and then I'm sorry. The bladder is still full. I have a very weak bladder. Alright. Let's get let's just get right back into the show. Sound good? Alright, so I see um I've seen this for a while now and I I'm like I, I doubt they even checked these things, but I see a lot of celebrities, especially the ones that have podcasts, they're like giving out fake numbers for fans to leave messages on. I guess some of them play some of them on their shows. So I didn't, I only got through like t- five, ten minutes of it. I was listening to a Conan O'Brien's podcast. He, it, this happened like, I don't know, a couple years ago now. 
he had Howard Stern on, and I was like, oh, well, Howard Stern doesn't really, he's not really a guest on a lot of shows at all, and he's never been a guest on a podcast before. And I wanted to see if he would talk about, again, I didn't listen to enough of it to see if he talked about podcasts. I wanted to see if he would talk about uh, podcasts since he was being a guest on one, and he's trashed them in the past. He still says, like, till this day, if you want to get into broadcasting, you start in, you should start in terrestrial radio. A lot of people get pissed at him for that. He has a point, though. Honestly, he really does. I He's kind of saying it the wrong way, but he, he does have a point. Um, if, you, if you start in terrestrial radio, you get a salary. If you start in podcasting, it could take you a while before you make any sort of money in it. That's w- kind of what he's saying to an extent. And the other thing is, he's saying you could build an audience in radio and bring it over to a podcast, where then you can make money on the podcast. Where he could word that differently. Instead of saying radio, I think he says radio because everyone just compares podcasting to radio a lot. But you could have an audience from anywhere. It doesn't have to be from terrestrial radio. And terrestrial radio is hard to get a following on. So I think that's where a lot of people disagree with him. They're like, we don't want to be on the radio with FCC rules and stuff, you know, stuff like that. And he's like, well, if you want to be successful, you start on the radio where there are people that still listen and they will hear you right there. And then you, you know, Build an audience on that. Where with a podcast, you're starting from scratch. So he has bashed up podcasts in the past. I think part of it is really he just wants to create attention. He knows a lot of people listen. He uh, that li- he knows a lot of people listen to them. So I think he figures if he trashes them, people will talk about him trashing them because he does somewhat get credit for being the start of podcasting. I know Joe Rogan gives Opie and Anthony a lot of credit, but he also gives Howard Stern credit too. You know, because a lot of people say podcasting is like the new form of radio and there's no one bigger in radio than Howard Stern. So yeah, I did want to see if he talked about podcasts on Conan O'Brien's podcast, but I didn't listen to enough, so I have no clue if he brought it up at all. Conan was kind of like the only late night host I like. Like, I like Dave Letterman and I'm fine with Conan. The rest of them suck. Colbert is just a political idiot. He doesn't enter, like, he he's not entertaining whatsoever at all. He's stupid. Kimmel, I don't know. I guess he used to be all right back in the day, and then he got too political, and then he, he really just stole Colbert's shtick. Colbert kind of started that. Fallon, I think, fake. Seth Meyers is boring as hell. James Corden, I think I've talked about this on here before, right? Um, Corden... James Corden, the only thing he was really popular for was the carpool karaoke stuff. Uh, am I missing someone? Did I say Seth Meyers? He's boring. I don't know. And then there was Conan. And I, I, I always thought he was pretty funny. I liked Letterman. Now Conan O'Brien, he's done with late night. Even though he's, he's been done with late night for a while. He switched his show to a half hour show. That's not a late night show. Come on. He switched the format, but he's done with late night now. He's doing an HBO show. He's got his podcast, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. But anyway, I saw that he put a number on there to um, call. So we're going to try calling this number. Leave a message for him. That's what it says. Leave a message. Let's see what we got. Uh, I hope this works. If it doesn't, it'll stink. All right. Let's see. 
Blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. Yeah, is it working? I don't hear anything. Still don't hear anything. Guess this is not going to work. Boo! Okay. Well, I guess we're not going to try uh, leaving a message. I don't know if it's my reception that sucks. Or what? I just wanted to leave them a message. Gee. Oh, maybe it's going to Hey, Colonel O'Brien here. Hey. Uh, here's the deal. Ask me a question. Feel free to ask me anything you want. Cool. And maybe, just maybe, I will answer your question on the podcast. Cool. So be creative. Go for it. And maybe I'll be talking to you soon. Cool. Yo, Conan, it's Frankie D. Uh, you're, on, you're on air with me right now. I was figuring we could get some pork roll sandwiches one day. I feel I think you did tell me in the past we'd get pork roll together. I know you're you're a pork roll guy. You don't call it Taylor Ham, and I respect that. I do like that a lot. You know, all my fans know that if you don't call it pork roll, you're an a hole. So yeah, you should get back to me. We'll get those pork roll sandwiches one day. I know you know all about pork roll. It's you know New Jersey sandwich. The North Jersey people are a holes, and they call it Taylor Ham. But you know you know it's good. All right, so uh, get back to me. We'll get those pork roll sandwiches. And it'll be a fun time. All right, cool. All right, we'll have to uh, we'll have to keep up with Conan. We'll give him a call another week too. I honestly didn't know if that was going to clock me out or not, so that's why I uh, made it so short. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try that with a few people. It's funny how uh, they're giving these numbers out to leave messages on. I wish I would just take uh, Collins live on the air. All right. <laughs> Mr. A says, sounds nasty to me. I'm thinking you're talking about the Kraft macaroni and cheese. All right, people. I'm going to be uh, ending the show now. It looks like the phone line just worked. It was slow in the beginning. It looked like it did end up working. So if um, you want to call in real quick, that number's in the YouTube description again. Number is 732-844-0059. Again, 732-844-0059. Again, that number is in the YouTube description. I just figured, I know there's like some sort of delay on YouTube, right? So I figured I'd plug it there just to give some more time to catch up. Alrighty. So again, everyone, I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll have to keep up with Conan. I'll probably try some other uh, people's numbers out too. See if someone gets a pork roll with me. All right. So I don't know why. I just <laughs> I like gazed out. I started thinking about pork roll there. I'm like, damn, a pork roll would be nice. Alrighty. So everyone, uh, subscribe to the Frankie D show on YouTube. Give me a like. I see some people in here. Give me those likes on the YouTube video. Um,. Subscribe to me, smash that subscribe button, ding the bell on YouTube, do whatever you got to do on YouTube, all right, ding that bell, smash that subscribe, I feel like I'm missing something, that's like, give me the thumbs up, that's what I was missing, give me the thumbs up, Um, subscribe to me anywhere you listen to podcasts, I actually still got to be put on Spotify, I think that's the last big one I need to be put on, 
for now at least. But uh, I'm on Apple. I'm on Google. Give me a five-star uh, review on Apple and, you know, write something. Leave the review while read it. I hate kind of, you know, it, it's kind of like ugh, asking every week. It's kind of like I am begging you people to do this. But, yeah, I do hope you do it. <laughs> um, And the Instagram and Twitter is at the Frankie D show. So like I always say, you just have to remember the Frankie D show and you can find me. Sound good? Alrighty. Well, I will be back next Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern on YouTube live. And I've been posting these on, uh, you know, on all the recorded apps Tuesday for some reason. I don't know why I've been posting them that day. So if you've been listening on Tuesdays, which I see there is actually a bit of people that have been. Thanks for listening. All right. I'm out, everyone. Peace.